This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. One of my favourite moments was speaking to Pep Guardiola off camera as he was walking past to do some other interviews. Uh, He actually grabbed me and said, Jules, please can you say hi to Titi back in the studio? (laughs) (laughs) And here she is, the real Jules. It's Julia Stewart. Good morning, TT. Good morning, Power FM. You finally... The last, time you, the last time you introduced me, you were introducing me to uh, my first sportcaster gig. You were saying um, that uh, Supersport had been busy during the transfer window and I was one of the new recruits. Oh, uh, yes. the last time you introduced me, man. You introduced me to the big time. Oh, Kiki, man. You see, that's why I keep telling you, don't forget about me when you're famous. <laughs> that's true, hey? And look at look at you now when you first started. I can't believe you. It was eight years ago, was it? When you first started? Nine on, on, this year. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. is absolutely remarkable. Well, listen, <laughs> Jules, it is so good to be chatting to you uh, once again. But, you know, it's like, it's one of those strange things where you never actually left. You kind of just changed channels. How strange is that? It seems like that's all I did. Yeah. And I see a lot of confusion. Uh, people are always uh, tagging me on X saying, but surely you still live here or I think people are confused. I actually yeah. have moved to London. Yeah. Um, I am currently in Durban though, because I'm working on the SA20. Yeah. I was like, Hey, yeah. I thought I, I, I was like, what happened there? Like, <laughs> she's now, oh, so you've now moved to another channel as well. Yeah. So I, I moved to London um, quite dramatically. Actually, I did the women's world cup final mm-hmm. and resigned the very same night. Wow. Such yeah. drama, such drama. I know. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it any other way. And so working on the cricket, I actually have to leave South Africa and move to a different platform for them to say, oh, okay, yeah, come work on the cricket. Wow, <laughs> that's I tried to do it last year. Hell of a thing. You know, that's what they say about <laughs> profits. That's what they say about profits. Not appreciated in their hometown. But what has it been like? I mean, this is quite a, a, a big deal. I mean, it was, uh, I know there's something that you wanted to do for a long time, and now that it's become a reality, what has it been like? Yeah. Do you know the great um, irony, Jules, in that clip that you played? Yeah. She left to go to a full-time to another broadcaster. She left Premier League production. Yes. And that opened up a massive gap mm. for me. Wow. And I didn't know it at the time. I was just thinking I needed something different. I needed to move to a different level. I, I wanted to challenge myself and... It was absolute divine timing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just the way it worked out, it was there was a little bit of a gap. They were very strict about when I had a, an initial meeting with them, they weren't going to poach me from any of their partners. Yeah. Um, and so I had to take a risk and kind of bet on myself. And thank goodness it paid off, man. And I'm th- how did it pay? I mean, did they just call you and say, Jules, we need a replacement, Jules? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It just happened, you know for them that it was the same name so mm. not too much to change on the name track luckily <laughs> um, but it I had uh, had an offer from La Liga 
Wow. And okay. yeah, I, I kind of spoke to my boss at Supersport at the time. He was really great about it. He understood. He just understood. It was all obviously confidential because I wasn't sure and I didn't want to, you know, annoy anyone. And um, yeah, I'd spoken to him and I said, there's this opportunity. And he actually said, if you're going to, if you're going to go for it, go for the big one, go for the Premier League. And I, I wasn't sure. So I kind of reached out. A producer called, how funny is this? A producer mm. called me mm. to work on the Women's World Cup for another broadcaster in England to kind of be a, um, just like an, an African voice, you know, every now and then via Zoom. And I said to him, look, um, I'm actually looking to leave. And he, he made the connection with one of my bosses and the boss was like my current mm. bosses. And he was just, listen, we are not, we're not poaching you anywhere. And I said, okay. So I, and you were I like, hey, poach me, of, poach me. No, I, <laughs> I thought, well, they know my work, they know my quality, and if I don't take a risk now, when am I ever going to do it? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and yeah, I went, and, and luckily, Jules had got another gig, and rather than just doing one kind of interview, which I'd been doing anyway for Supersport on, on the Instagram, and it, it did so well, yes. they kind of wanted me to do that um, initially, and then she you know, was confirmed that she was leaving and then a gap opened and Wonderful. her team talks is what she was hosting and he saw me on team talks once and he called me and he said, right, let's, let's put you on Match Day Live. Yeah, you see, that's when yeah. the planets, the planets align. And I mean, Absolutely. you're not doing anything that you hadn't done before, but obviously... This is what I keep telling people. Yeah. And how different is it though? What, what, what is different then? Because what you do is what... You, I mean, we knew you could do, they knew you could do it. So what has been different from, from your experience? Well, I mean, the league is just, the way it runs, mm. it really is a machine. It's the number of people who are involved, the number of um, games that happen, just the way it's structured is mm. completely different. And I had to keep reminding the producers you may think I'm slick or whatever. That's what someone told me. Like, mm. you're so slick, we, we forget. But the camera setup is totally different. The studio is totally different. The mm. calls, the cues, the the way they work is just completely different. So, yeah, I'm still getting used to it, if I'm if I'm completely mm. honest with you. And mm. the matches, it, it, it's so, you know, you can't just pitch up to a stadium with your accreditation anymore. You have to be pre-approved for games and you know, the discussion about who you're going to interview and, and how that's going to work and how many minutes you have. And, you know, sometimes you do super flash with the BBC if you're there. Um, so that's also quite intimidating because it's a live count and, you know, it's mm. live for the world. It's just mm. there's so many, many different things uh, that happen. And then, of course, everyone keeps talking about the weather. That's another <laughs> element that I have to get used to. Yes, yes. You're going from 40 degree heat. You're in Cape Town now. Oh, you said you're in no, Durban. I'm in okay. Durban. Yeah, I'm sorry. Durban. Yeah. Yes. Well, you were in Cape Town, uh, 40 degree yes. heat, and you'll be going back to what minus 10 or some silly crazy stuff. I'm like... I mean, it's it, it's 40 degrees in my house. That's the strange thing. <laughs> yeah. You have these homes and shops and you know public transport and whatever. Yeah. It's all so warm, yeah. and then you go out and it's like three degrees. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot to get used to. I have a heated gilet. Yeah. Which is battery charged. It's insane. I have heated wow. socks. And a hand wow. warmer. Because when you are sitting there pit That's side. Crazy. Yeah, when you're sitting pit side and it's so cold, you need to be able to talk, but your lips are frozen, so they can't move. <laughs> so what do you do, man? You gotta you know, you gotta make it work. Sure. And you thought it was cold pitch side at the Orlando Stadium in winter. Oh <laughs> Thompsonville. 
Don't put it in the bubble. The coldest I've ever experienced. Well, it's past that now. It's past that. I thought one time I was like inside an ice block. Yeah. Check to make sure I was not in fact inside someone's freezer. (laughs) You know, it's funny what you say about like how they do things on a different level there. How everything Mm -hmm. is on a different level. The picture you po you posted a picture on um on, on Instagram where you had a picture of yourself at the Cape Town Stadium on the one side and then uh, uh, how you yeah. started the year, how you were finishing the year and you were pitch yeah. side, I think, at the Emirates. And yes. Neil Mayema even commented and said, I see the grass is greener there. And that's because <laughs> the grass right in front of, uh, on the Cape Town picture was all patchy and all of that. <laughs> so that kind of captures when you say things are on a different level over there. I thought it was brilliant the comment from him. I didn't even notice it. I was just I was just reflecting on yeah a remarkable year. You know, sometimes you and I don't often talk about it because mm. it, it can sound like bragging. And mm. um, and and I'm you know I'm not intending to do that. I was just referring to and reflecting on my own journey and starting the year at Milan. Uh, sorry, at Cape Town Stadium and ending it at the Emirates was just beyond anything I could have imagined for myself. Mm. You know, you, you want something sometimes and everyone talks about manifestation and mm. you do everything that's within your control to do. You reach out, you put it out there, but you're in control of nothing, as mm. we all know, Absolutely. in the grand scheme of things. Mm. And so I, I was reflecting on that and I didn't really notice the grass. That's not something I thought about. <laughs> and then when Neil Maema pointed it out, I was like, oh man, I should have maybe picked it differently. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's like, ah, you were dragging us now. Is that what no, it's... <laughs> it, it was. I will tell you one thing though, mm. working here in broadcasting, um, I often say it's like the wild, wild west. Like so you just, it's, People don't understand the chaos of live TV. They, mm. You know, we appear calm, but what's happening in the earpieces mm. behind the scenes is just, it's madness to make the magic happen, right? Mm. But working here was the best preparation ever. Mm. Because you go over there and the process is so different. It's so smooth. There's so many more people working on this one product. Mm. Because, of course, we live to nearly 300 countries around the world. Wow. And it is the Premier League's broadcasting arm mm. and it needs to be of a certain standard because this is like the premier league in the world right so you go there and everything is so there's a, a calmness that made me mm. so uncomfortable mm. because mm. like why are we why is it not hyped why is it not you know and and just like a lot of people use auto cue and a lot of the like team news things are are scripted for you by a mm. producer. And I was so uncomfortable with that because we just do everything live. We do us everything we just, ourselves. We talk. There's no auto cue exactly. at Supersport. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, so so, so, so that's, that's given me an upper hand actually. I was about to say, so actually, this speaks volumes about the preparation then and what we do exactly. here. And I think it, it also is, I, I think when you people like you break through and get in there, it, it opens up, it opens up possibilities for all kinds of South Africans. But, and it speaks, it's a, it's a huge uh, endorsement for South Africa. Well, thank you. I hope so. I certainly go on air every time with that sense of responsibility. Mm. But what it also does is, the production is very English because, you know, mm. they're based there. Mm. It opens up the minds of, of the leadership and it says, hold on. Mm. Maybe we should be looking at other people, mm. not only from South Africa, but from mm. other places around the world. It mm. just challenges in the best way by producing 
the best quality work I can. It's mm. challenging the status quo a little bit. It's challenging the way people think. Yeah. Maybe there's someone in Brazil. Maybe yeah. there's someone in North America. Maybe there's someone in Asia. Mm. And mm. and maybe by just me doing the best I can every single time, mm. it's, it's opening a door or a window or something somehow. We're chatting to sportscaster Juliet Stewart. I was about to say Premier League channel presenter. But one thing I've also noticed is how people work across channels and people pop up all over the place there. <laughs> it's a very different kind of system of work, working there, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because the pool is bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are just so many more channels. It's insane the number of opportunities. And um, that's what I'm kind of going to work on in the new year. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got an agent now and we're kind of thinking about, right, what else can we do? Now awesome. I work in cricket, SA20. I'm, I'm prepping for Durban Super Giants today against um, mm. Joburg Super Kings. And I'm absolutely loving it. I mean, I, you know, you'd see me at the cricket last season anyway. Yeah. I wasn't, when I wasn't working on it, I was there watching. Yeah. And just to see... South African sports at its peak because that's what it is. The mm. fans have been incredible. Um, so I'm trying to just diversify myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep yourself re- keep yourself relevant. And how many pinch yourself moments do you have there? Oh, like oh, you're walking down the corridor and you bump into Alan Shearer, then you bump into this oh. and then you bump. <laughs> dude, dude, I was telling Pumlani in CV yesterday. Yeah. Um, because he came to see me, I brought him a little gift from the Emirates. And yes. I was telling him there are there are moments where like it hits me smack in the face. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Because so many people told me you'll never get a job in England. You mm. don't want to know the it's number true. of people yes. who told me that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I I've not even thought of that as a possibility, if we're brutally honest. You mm. want to work in the Premier League. But I thought, mm, maybe I have to take a sabbatical, or maybe I have to study, or maybe I have to um, yeah, and, and when you're walking into Premier League productions and they've got, mm. you know, a trophy there and there are big posters of like Virgil van Dijk and Kevin De Bruyne and it's it's like your name tag mm. or your dressing room name tag says Premier League. It's just wow. Mm. But then you can also just, I can walk from my house to Stamford Bridge. Mm. Like, what life is that? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. What life is that? Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And I mean, I know you've just started, so it's a crazy question to yeah. ask you, but what's the, what is the, what's the plan? I mean, are you kind of like on a contract or you, is it kind of an open-ended arrangement? How do the, how do things work out there? Well, because as um, you say, you're also I, exploring other uh, uh, possibilities and opportunities. Well, it's the same like every other kind of media house. We don't, unfortunately, people think this is a glamour job, but you have very little security mm. um, because you they need to be able to take you off air at any moment. So of it's course. kind of the same. It's the same as what you and I had experienced mm. where we worked together. Um, and I think my deal initially is two years. Mm. So let's see, which I kind of signed... Um, just before, once I knew about, once I knew about team talks and stuff, I'd signed it. Um, did I do my first show before signing? No, mm. no, I I signed it days, like literally maybe two days mm. before. Mm. Um, and so it's two years from then, from September. All right. And let's see what happens, man. Let's awesome, see. awesome. Uh, yeah. uh, who, there was a question somebody wanted to be. Oh, yeah, it's one from Munchun Swan. When I call her, when our listener says, please ask Jules, what's her take on Kevin De Bruyne coming back? Uh, so proud of you, Jules. Make us proud. And I think, yeah, while you're at it, what, should, yeah, what, what do you think of the way it's playing out? I mean, this looks, is shaping up to be the tightest race 
in years. Kevin De Bruyne is coming back. Just reminded us. Forget about it, man. Ah, <laughs> thanks, Jules. <laughs> thanks, Jules. Forget about your dreams. Um, you know what? One what pinch me moment I had. Yeah. Um, it's a strange one when you work in sport because you you supported a team, but then you now I'm working in the Premier League, and now it's like I, I don't really I don't get paid by Arsenal to talk about sport. Yes. But there are some moments like when I went to the Champions League um, return. Uh-huh. Um, and I was, I w- I always thought if Arsenal ever get back in the Champions League, I'm gonna go. I'll buy a ticket. I'll fly over. I'll, yeah. And then I was like, hey, I've literally uh, taken the the tube from my house. Sure. And I'm here. Yes. And the anthem is playing. That's like okay. that was a major pinch me moment. But anyway, to answer the question, Kevin De Bruyne coming back, scoring the goal with the assist is over for everybody. I it's over. Know. Hi, Thank you so much, Jules. Whose side are you on anyway? Your Arsenal credentials have just been t- removed. Yeah, Arsenal don't pay me to talk about football. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, we do. Listen, Jules, it's been great catching up with you. It's We're absolutely. super, super, super proud of what you, you are Thank doing. You. And uh, yeah, may you go on to keep doing bigger and better things. And at least we know uh, we'll also still see you not just on uh, Channel 203, but we'll see you uh, in South Africa as well. You're not completely lost to us. So, But thank you so much for coming on this morning. Yes. All the best. When are you back? When are you going back? Yeah, so I have three games. I have um, Durban Super Giants today in mm-hmm. the uh, Betway SA20. I have um, going to Newlands tomorrow. I'm so excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, for MI Cape Town. And then I've got uh, Paul Royals on, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. That's it for me in the SA20. I fly back on Thursday and I'll be in the studio on Friday. Fabulous. Thank you so yeah. much then. Oh, and oh, uh, so all the best, man. Enjoy uh, what's left of your time at home. Yes, thank you. And thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate you. And never forget the man who introduced me <laughs> as a sportscaster <laughs> to the world. <laughs> you give me way too, way too much credit, but thanks, Jules. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. We need to find that video. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Thanks, everyone. Cheers, you too. That's Julia Stewart. Uh, she's now a presenter on the Premier Premier league channel and uh, also well you saw her as if you've been watching the cricket you've seen she's been doing some stuff for sa20 as well which is absolutely fabulous it's crazy as she says that uh, she had to leave the country before they started to allow her to do more than just football because i mean she's a sports journalist i mean she was doing sports journalism before she started working for super sports You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.